Only the dead have seen the end of war. Hello and welcome to episode 177 of Under the Call of MS. Normal Tuesday episode with little comics, little MS, a little bit of who knows what. Today with comics, well, that was a little saying by Plato to start off the show. But speaking of dead stuff, we're going to start off talking about Rejected Dead Girl One-Shot. The The Rejected Dead Girl One-Shot from Source Point Press. Basically, there's a little synopsis on the inside page I can talk about first. Caught up on what's oh, this is a pretty big synopsis. So, welcome, one and all, to this very special one shot. You are about to enter the nightmare fuel world of the rejected. This is a pretty special book, if I do say so myself. Some time ago, I read a graphic. Oh, this is just going on and on. So, yeah, I should have read that before I started the, reading the book, huh? But, yeah, I'll leave that for you. I don't want to ruin it because it's got some Stanley talk and stuff in there. So, I'll let you enjoy that when you buy the comic. I don't want to ruin it for you. But, basically, a disabled 10-year, I think she was 10 years old, 10-year-old girl, sees her neighbor across the way as being beat up by some type of shadow creatures. Or she sees the shadows in his curtains because his bedroom is directly across from her bedroom. And he's basically a bully, but sure, he's mean and probably deserves what he's getting. But her dad is off on a business trip. Her mom passed out on the couch. She's uh, basically, it's a broken up family. Ma's an elky, uh, just drinks till pass out time every day. Pa's just out screwing around. And, Running around on my and all that stuff. And the girl was born with a disability. She's got her leg braces and stuff and all crippled up. But since Ma's passed on the couch and Pa's not there, she figures it's up to her to save the bully next door. So she goes over to see what's up and... Basically, before this happened, six kids from her school already died this year. Uh, But she goes across the street or across the way and she helps the bully. And she, he can't, it's like she can see the demons, but others can't. So it's basically because I don't want to give everything away. But uh, when she was born, uh, she was still born like she was dead. But after a while of the doctors working on her, all of a sudden she came to. Now she's able to see spirits. Um, when the demons are about, about and around, other people are kind of like frozen still and don't respond to her when the creatures are near. But she can see them because she kind of died and they're dead and they're dead kids and stuff like that are 
trying to get revenge, even on people that didn't even do anything to him. So it's it's an interesting story. Uh, not what I expected when I bought it, but I was happy with what it ended up being. So check that out if you want. The Rejected Dead Girl. And then I finally got steak number one. I've had uh, steak number two for a while, and then I got steak number three. But I never got the first run of steak number one, which I don't understand because I ordered it. But, yeah, who knows? So now I got second printing. Yay. <laughs> it's like you go to all the effort to order this shit and get first printings and you end up do on them if they don't get it ordered then you gotta pay extra money and I'm not gonna pay that for the same exact looking thing it only differences inside cover says first or second printing uh, <laughs> but uh stake number one two and three uh, Angel is a vampire hunter in a world that has changed and now think, thanks to technology is finding out vampires are real and among us uh, so she, it's not Angel from Buffy and Angel. This is a new Angel. It's a female Angel. It's a whole different vampire story. It's done by Scout Comics, which is doing wonderful right now. They, everything I've read from them has been very enjoyable. Uh, but it may take forever, but Angel is out to avenge her best friend who is kind of comatose and is letting the world know uh, about the vampires and stuff like that. Uh, but her friend's just basically in like a mental hospital or regular hospital, and she's just not speaking. She can't move and stuff. Angel goes and visits her, just wants her back, wants her best friend back. But uh, Angel's best friend just so happens to be the first natural-born vampire to be raised as human. Uh, Angel ends up being raised by her family also. And it's they grow up together, and it's why they're best friends. An asshat named Ashbin or Ashwin is running the pack of vampires, the, the bad vampires, letting the world know they are not hiding in the dark anymore. And yes, yes, the, the happiest part of this book was if you follow me at all and you've been listening to some of my other stuff, I can't remember if I did it on here. I think I actually did it on the Crimson Color Comic Club podcast because I had goodies that came with it to show off it but I backed on Kickstarter the Jessame comic which is a runoff from this whole stake line and Jessame appears in here to help Angel deal with some EMT vampires in the ambulance that go around and collect people that are bleeding out and basically turn them or eat them or whatever uh take them back to the vamp vampire lair for food or whatever they want to do. So Angel wants to set up a trap to try and catch these EMT vampires. 
well, an EMT vampire, but she finds out that both of them are, both characters in the ambulance are vampires. Uh, this is a lot of fun. It's basically Buffy on steroids. Uh, Jessamay is like a Giles in this, this storyline. She's basically helping Angel get used to everything and figure out what she's supposed to do. And Jessamay is there to protect Angel. Angel just goes in. Angel doesn't need much protection. She's a little badass on her own. She can kick some major vampire butt. But yeah, it's this is a very enjoyable run. Uh, not at all what I expected it to be. When I kickstarted the Jessamay thing, I figured it'd be yeah, boring 1800s old timey crap. It was a very interesting story. This also very enjoyable and interesting. So if you're a fan of vampires at all, I suggest getting this run. Get it in your collection. See what else you can find. See if you can get back to the Jessamay comic and stuff like that and get that in your collection. But yeah, you want some Buffy on steroids? I say check this out. That's it for the comic portion today. I will get back to you with some MS stuff in a second. Okay, let's get into some multiple sclerosis talk, and let's talk about Ocrevus. Don't know if you know what Ocrevus is, but it is a medication that was supposed to be in my body back on 420. And it is a month and four days later. And I still have no clue what happened to my medication. It disappeared. No idea what's going on. Have no neurologist anymore until I find a new one. He left me. Never said bye. Never said, hey, this is where I got to while I was searching for your shit. Starting to think he didn't search at all. Um, Talked to my PCP. She can't order the meds. Only a neurologist can order that, those type of meds. Uh, so I'm just, there's a couple other side meds I'm going to see if I can get ordered to try. It'll kind of work with, a, do a couple of things I was hoping for. But we'll have to see if she can even order those. Those might have to be done by a neurologist also. Uh, as far as my other thing, I had a CAT scan last week. Uh, nothing to worry about with that. I got a minor minor hernia that I've had for years. Uh, eventually, someday, they'll probably cut it out if I end up tearing it more, aggravating it more. So I basically just got to live with a pain in my side and front of my gut area for a few months out of every year, however many times that it acts up. Um, other than that, they, I didn't realize they were going to do as big of a scan. They scanned most of my body, most of the center part of my body, uh, basically from my neck to my waste pretty much i think from the results i got i can't remember all the different things uh my groin's fine that's a good thing <laughs> no abnormalities in the groin that's a plus <laughs> uh got a few a few speckles still that they gotta look at i had one dark spot in the upper left part of my lung 
for a long time that they've been making sure it doesn't grow or anything. And I got a few smaller ones they got to keep an eye on. And because of those, uh, because of those and some other issues, I do have to get another CAT scan in six months. Uh, they're going to have to keep an eye on some things, just see if there's an, any developing growth from any of these things. Uh, a couple other minor things that they found, nothing, nothing too serious. That's all I care about. Uh, I wish, I think this hernia was caused back over 20 years ago, back with Mayflower moving. Cause that's when I had the pains the first time and they were pretty intense. And they didn't do nothing about it back then. And so it's just basically hardening itself up and just (laughs) sitting there. It's like, it would be nice to just have it taken out. But uh, other than that, I got to go see the gastroenterologist or whatever you call it here next week. I think it is. I don't know why they're sending me back to her because she did my colonoscopy not long ago. And we got that all updated and we talked about everything so i guess i will have to see uh so yeah nothing major to worry about a couple of little liver things that they got to retest on stuff but that's all all worrisome anyways because of the medications we take we got to keep an eye on all that shit regularly but if you're on ocrevus or thinking about ocrevus want to learn a little bit more about ocrevus Let's find out a little bit more about Ocrevus. FDA approved Ocrevus, Ocrelizumab from Genetech, company that I've contacted many times to find out what the hell is going on. They're like, oh, don't worry. We've got someone looking into what happened with your medication, but we still have no idea what happened to it. Uh, The FDA approved Ocrevus as a treatment for both relapsing, remitting, and primary progressive multiple sclerosis in May of 2017. I think it advanced up to where they're using it for secondary progressive multiple sclerosis also now. Don't take my word on it. I'm just reading what I see and giving my opinion. If you want truth, talk to your doctors. Don't take my advice for what I say. Just take it into account. Get you thinking about stuff. And take your questions to your doctors. You get the answers you need from them. Uh, Ocrevus is a milestone in MS. It's the first product approved as a treatment for primary progressive MS. So that was a big step when that came through. There wasn't really much any anything for disease-modifying drugs for primary progressive MS before this. But they have, I believe... I believe they might have came out with a couple more in this last year. Don't take my word for it. I know we have some new medications like Mavenclad and stuff. I'm not sure. Without seeing them on paper, I can't give you the exact uh, basis that they're made for. First approved product that specifically targets B cells. Ocrevus is a humanized monoclonal antibody designed to selectively target CD20 positive B cells, type of immune cells that contribute to demyelination and axonal damage. Ocrevus decreased relapses by about 50%, slowed the worsening of disability, and reduced the number of enhancing lesions 
on MRIs compared with Rebif. Which Rebif, we've heard a lot about in the past, but now we're hearing more about the Ocrevus. Uh, how do you take Ocrevus? It is administered by intravenous infusion every six months. I think some people are starting to get it every five months because a lot of us get that crap gap the last four to six weeks where the medication, you can tell, is pretty much out of our bodies. So I have a few people I talked to on some of my MS sites that their doctors did pump them up bump them up to a month earlier and they get their infusion every five months now. Unlike me, I get one a year if I'm lucky lately. <laughs> uh, the first dose is administered as two 300 milligram infusions given two weeks apart. Uh, subsequent doses are given as single 600 milligram infusions. Uh, usually takes six to eight hours here in the hospital. I usually get there as the hospital's turning their lights on and opening up for the day. And I'm usually walking out as it's all dark and there's hardly any workers left in the building. So it's always, always interesting how you're there longer than some of the employees. Uh, some of the side effects, you can have infusion reactions such as dizziness, which I have anyways all the time, rash, hives, sweating. Those are all common with Ocrevus. To prevent these infusion reactions from occurring, pre-medications are given prior to the infusion. These pre-medications typically consist of corticosteroids, antihistamines, and acetaminophen. Because of the potential of infusion-related reactions, it's stressed that patients should be monitored for at least one hour after the completion of the infusion, and that infusion should be stopped and or permanently discontinued in patients who experience serious infusion reactions. Nowadays, I think... Within 15 minutes to a half hour, they let me go after I'm done with my infusion. Uh, I usually, I don't have to sit there as long as I used to have to. And they have started increasing the infusion speed because it's set on a, in a unit that allows so many drips. And every like half hour, they'll increase the drippage. Uh, my last infusion took about an hour less than the one before it, so they have speeded up things a little bit, and that's nice. Uh, you can get home infusions and stuff if you're lucky enough with your insurance. You can check into that. The most commonly reported adverse effects with Ocrevus in Phase three clinical trials Developmental programs were infusion reactions and upper respiratory tract infections. Other adverse events, specifically infections and malignancies, were also reported in the phase three clinical trials. In these trials, treatment with Ocrevus increased the risk of upper respiratory tract infections, lower, respi lower respiratory tract infections, skin infections, 
and herpes-related infections. Ocrevus was not associated with an increased risk of serious infections. I mean, those must be very limited. I haven't heard anybody having anything other than some site reactions and stuff like that. But, and then with those pre, pre-infusion things that they give us, the Benadryl, the steroids, stuff like that, I get my skin starts itching like crazy in certain areas and get super tired and then all of a sudden I'm wired and like body's going up and down. But one patient treated with Ocrevus in the phase three clinical trial program also committed suicide. I don't think that was caused by the medication. A good chance he could have just been new to all this and been like, oh, great, this is my life from now on because depression is huge with uh, being diagnosed. One case of progressive multifocal leukencephalopathy, which is PML, has been reported with Ocrevus because the patient had previously received treatment with Tisabri which is a nat- natalizumab from Biogen. It is not clear what was the cause, causative agent, Ocrevus, Tisabri, or both. It was too close to when he was going off medication to start the new medications. You can't really tell what, what's still in your body. Other cautions you got to take are because of the increased risk of infection. Ocrevus should not be used by patients who are experiencing active hepatitis B infections and should be avoided in patients having active infections until the infection has resolved. Vaccinations with live attenuated or live vaccines is also not recommended during treatment with Ocrevus and should be avoided until discontinuation of therapy, until B cell completion. I know with getting our flu shot, do not get the nasal one because that's a live vaccine you don't want to use that you want to get the actual injection by needle uh, and talk with your doctor make sure you're not getting live vaccines um, there is there also appeared to be an increased risk of breast cancer in ocrevus in the phase three clinical trials because of the risk Patients should follow standard breast cancer screening protocols. That's not for women anymore. Today's boys and girls, it's for boys too. Uh, U.S. patients can call 844-OCREVIS or 844-627-3887 if they want more information on Ocrevus. So check that out. Learn what you can. Help yourself out. Research stuff ahead of time before you decide to go on something or look into all your different options that you have. But, yeah. That's it for MS stuff today. I'm going to end it quick with a little old, weird old news thing. A man sued himself and won. Seems he threw a boomerang that flew back and clobbered him in the head. The lawyer told him he wouldn't win a lawsuit against the boomerang manufacturer. So he sued himself. And his his homeowner's insurance 
paid him $300,000. I mean, these things are, these things actually happen, so it's, it, I don't know, it just blows my mind, some of the shit society allows <laughs> to be done, but yeah. <laughs> I just like looking back at those old news things, so. Anyway, that's it for us today. Tomorrow I'm going to get back to you with a little more hockey uh, score updates and stuff like that, probably. A little more things to buy in the future. A little more everything. We'll see what happens. See what the episode ends up being tomorrow. But good to yourself. Good to everybody else. Keep chat a monster. Check out Crimson Color Comic Club. Check out Under the Call. Get yourself a comic book. Check it out. They're fun. Not like you remember, probably. And we'll get back to you soon.